Welcome back to Life Talk, everybody. This is episode number 30. This is the big three zero. Number 30, baby. Let's go. You. <laughs> uh, Guys, I thought we were going to say the episode numbers anymore. No, but we said we, we said we wouldn't until 30. 30. Oh, you're right. You're right. 30's a big deal, Ollie. What a big deal that is. Yeah. But we we're. Were... Go ahead. No, you go. Well, we don't want to waste too much time on this episode t- uh, episode number. So, welcome to Life Talk. My name is Dylan. <laughs> yeah, my name's Oliver. And, and my name is Chase. And Dylan's right. We've got a packed episode. We got a lot to talk about. A lot of things got to get off our chest. A lot of topics we want to kind of jump to. So, um, oh, yeah. a lot to talk about. So, you guys <laughs> ready to kind of jump jump in there? Want to jump in a little bit? Oh, let's jump in. Do it, Chase. First. Let's hear what you got to say. Right, right in there. So, so Actually, no. I, I see. I don't know anything about this, so I'm excited. Yeah, exactly. It's, this is a learning <laughs> for Oliver, and uh, I've been living under a rock, apparently. Um, oh, Oliver's going to learn something soon for me too. Get ready. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in Los Angeles this past uh, half week, so I was there on Friday, and I was there on I was there on Thursday and Friday, and Saturday. So I was there for the two largest earthquakes in the last 20 years of uh, in Southern California. They were the there was a 6.4 magnitude earthquake on Friday, and then a 6.9. It was originally a 7.1. They downgraded it to a 6.9 magnitude earthquake on Saturday, and that last one is the largest in the last 20 years. Um, and luckily, it resulted in like no fatalities, no accidents, no actually anything so very lucky in terms of that but my experience i've never been in an earthquake before we were talking before this neither of you guys have ever felt an earthquake before no i've never been in one now and um you know like you kind of you kind of think you know what they are you know and and it's just like one of those things that you hear about like californians have to deal with it all the time and uh it was uh it was crazy so the first earthquake 6.4 i was standing in line we were at Universal Studios. I was standing in line. I didn't even feel it. I really didn't. <laughs> I think it was mostly because of just the ground and how the that, that place was built. And most most of the people around us really didn't feel it right away. We uh, kind of heard about it after the fact a little bit. Um, so that was the first one. That was literally the largest. So wait. Yeah. So did it did it hit like? exactly where you were or was it kind of far away is that why you didn't well feel it the uh, the center like the, the center point of this of this earthquake was in a town called ridge point or ridge crest i think mm. it was ridge point california which is uh pretty far it's pretty inland pretty far inland california um mm-hmm. but the earthquake radius was so big that it actually reached into mexico they felt it in las vegas they shut down like the nba summer league games in las vegas so oh my God. it had a really huge radius because it was a giant earthquake. But no, the center yeah. point was not right in Los Angeles. Otherwise, that would have been a much different earthquake, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so I was sitting there. We were just standing in line, and someone was like, oh, felt like an earthquake. And I was like, come on. Like, <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> nothing at all happened. So I was, I thought they were insane. But we found out later. Um, that there was an earthquake that was the largest earthquake in 20 years, and I was like, oh my gosh, I, like, I didn't even feel it. Like, I was kind of disappointed, to be honest. I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> um, well, 
And then the thing about earthquakes, and we kind of read up on this while I was there. I just wanted to make sure we were safe. Um, yeah. But basically, I mean, you're reading up on this, and it says there is a one in twenty chance that in the either day or days following an, a big earthquake like that, a, uh, I think it's a five point five or six point oh magnitude or plus, there's like a one in twenty chance of an even larger earthquake happening in the next few days, and that was the five percent chance it actually happened. So the next day, wow. Saturday, um, I was sitting at dinner in a restaurant and the entire place started to just shake. And this one I could feel. Um, and so it's, it's strange because the first one was a 6.4 magnitude. The second was a 6.9, but somehow this earthquake was 11 times stronger than the last. So, you know, wow. that's kind of how the rating system goes. I mean, when they have a 7.0 magnitude earthquake, it's, it's regarded... Um, as like a major disaster basically according to like how they how they rate earthquakes so this was huge so basically yeah and i was sitting there in a restaurant the whole place started shaking um and it was honestly freaky honestly it was it was were people screaming no nobody really did the funny thing about it nobody really knew what to do and so i'll be honest I was kind of enjoying it. I thought it was pretty cool in the moment because <laughs> it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, right? I was in a pretty fairly safe room. There was nothing above me, um, you know. And realistically, what you're supposed to do is hide under tables that are sturdy, right? Or you know, in old in old like houses and things, hiding under doorways is awesome because they're really strong. Or just run outside. Right. But the thing is, in this earthquake, nobody around us even knew what to do, you know. And uh, a few, like literally two people, sprinted outside. Everyone else just kind of stood there, like bewildered, looking around, like, "Oh, whoa, cool!" But like, immediately, <laughs> immediately when the earthquake ended, this is the funniest part. Right when the earthquake ended, a bunch of people, including uh, me, and like the person I was with, my girlfriend, went outside <laughs> and like kind of stood outside for a second and like looked around. But like, what's the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> so pretty worthless um not good if this was like a test for her earthquake evacuation route <laughs> you failed everyone failed everyone failed i mean it was crazy so um but yeah that was the experience there i mean literally it was it was insane and the thing about these earthquakes you know getting a little technical here they weren't like shuddering earthquakes they were like rolling earthquakes and so you felt like you're sitting there and you just start to feel like you're bouncing up and down. It's it's crazy. You literally feel like you're dizzy. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm losing my balance. What's going on? But it's literally the world around you shaking. Um, it's mm. almost something like your it's body crazy. telling your body's telling you like, yo, yeah, uh, you can't like stand on this foot or like lean one way. Like it, you just body wouldn't listen to you. Um, so that was a pretty funny part of it. And it was um it was it was crazy. It was insane. Um, I, uh, again, I, I will How... say I kind of enjoyed it. This one, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, good question. The second earthquake lasted about 30 seconds. So it was long. It was long. And the yeah, first earthquake actually lasted about the same time. But obviously, I didn't really feel it. So this one was, yeah, crazy. I mean, 30 seconds. You're just sitting there, like, wondering when it's going to stop, if it's going to stop. Um, and it was, uh, it was a mm. little crazy. Yeah, I bet it felt like a lot longer while you were in it too. Yeah, yeah, it was um, it was cool. It was uh, it was something else for sure. Something I've never experienced. Um, I bet. 
I hope I'm not there for the big one. So are you guys familiar with like <laughs> the San Andreas Fault and, and that? Yeah, yeah, the Fault Line. Yeah, it's basically a theory, but at the same time, like, what I've read, <laughs> and obviously, like, after something like this happens, everybody starts reading about earthquakes. I keep wanting to say of course. hurricanes. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. reads about earthquakes. Like, as a, as a joke, I was like, I wonder how many people felt this earthquake and went home and watched that Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie called San Andreas, where it's just, like, the huge <laughs> earthquake and he's, like, saving everybody. Like, I wonder how many people actually watched that. It seems like an awful idea. Right. Well, um, you know, immediately when you said, you know, the fault line thing, like, I, the first thing I thought of was, and Dill, tell me if you thought of this too, was David Dobrik. I did not think of it, no. Why? Do you remember <laughs> you that, that episode? Dobrik? Do you remember that episode? No. I don't know what so, you're talking about. A while back, um, one of the people in David Dobrik's vlogs, who we've talked about in the past on the podcast, but uh, he... He played a prank on one of his friends that the fault line had ruptured oh. and that like, you know, that people were so he got like fake cops and fake um, actors to play neighbors who are outside of their house, all concerned and stuff. And that he pranked his one friend who was freaked out about this whole thing. Like he had been reading into it kind of like you, Chase. And yeah. he was like, like super freaked out about it. And David pranked him, got the cops to come to their door be like, you need to leave right now. The fault line has registered, and uh, you need to get out of your houses. Like, you need to leave. Oh, man. Oh, my <laughs> and God. so the guy's freaking out. He's like, we got to go get my brother. We gotta. He's calling his mom. He's like, this is, we got to leave. We got to leave. We got to get out of here right now. And, uh, they're yeah, they're freaking out. Because if it ruptures, right, like, the earth can split in half, basically. Isn't that it's what really, it is? Or what, what's it's the... like an awful thing. Like, basically, all it needs is a strong earthquake. So, like, I think yeah. one of the ones, like, that magnitude that we had yesterday, or sorry, on, on Saturday, if it was, like, mm -hmm. that magnitude, but if it hits right in the sweet spot or somewhere along yeah. that fault line, it'll ignite a much larger catastrophe that will, like, I mean, it's right now with the infrastructure that kind of California has, I mean, it's guaranteed to, like, kill millions of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it would, it it would basically ridiculous. sink the, the California. <laughs> It but would um, be yeah, ridiculous. It it was a pretty funny episode, but it was kind of that's the first thing I thought of when you brought that up. Dude, do you not remember that episode? I I mean I vaguely that remember that now that you say it, but you'll have to go back and watch ago. it again. Yeah, it was a while ago was because while I only ago. vaguely remember. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a while ago, but so pretty crazy, pretty crazy concept too. Yeah, I just can't imagine that. I mean, people there must live in like you know, it's not like a constant fear. But it's like that's always no, in the back of your mind. Yeah, it's always there. Like, yeah, okay, like the one, big one, one could happen one anytime. Earthquake. Well, and two big ones happened, and nothing happened though. So you know, yeah, I don't know. It's it does. I guess you're right. It has to be kind of perfect circumstances. Well, here's the thing about these happen. perfect circumstances, right? I did some digging, and what I found was like, there's a three percent <laughs> chance that in any given year, like this earthquake will happen. Like, this fault line will, will yeah. get hit with the proper earthquake. It doesn't even need what? to be, like, a big earthquake if it hits the right spot. And so I 3%. Found that 3%. That's kind of high. It's quite Wait, high, what? especially when you consider... That's what I found, Bill, I promise. And so when you think about that... That sounds you, way too high. Um, he found it on Wikipedia. Look it up, Dill. Look it up. That's what I found. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know much and about it's this. Basically, but, that's, but 
if you're saying this is going to cause like such a huge disaster and there's i feel like i would have heard of this before i've never even heard of this thing you've never heard I've of the I san mean, andreas fault line not i mean no and they did a movie on it though oh With yeah the rocks. i haven't seen I the haven't movie, seen rocks movie. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no Dylan, honestly it's, it's the only reason thing. i've heard of it is because of, of that vlog yeah and um but no it's it's pretty crazy it's almost and i'm serious when i say this it's almost guaranteed to happen in our lifetimes and when you think about a three percent chance there's i like you know simple math here it's like 0.97 to the power of 30 and in the next 30 years like there's a 60 percent chance that it's going to happen in like the next 30 years like that is wait that's not great odds wait what wait wait that what that's not how that works isn't it how it works no, sorry. It's there's a forty percent. What did you say? Forty percent. Yeah. Wait. Three. Okay, so if wait, there's wait, a three percent chance every oh. year, do you multiply? Does it? Does it? Does that mean that there's a six percent chance in the next two years? Is that what, what you're saying? I? If there's a three percent chance per year, do you do you multiply by three every time for yeah. every year? So, like, no. in the next three years, there's a 9% chance. No. You basically take no. the probability of it not happening. Like, so there's a 97% chance that it never happens in our – or that it doesn't happen in a given year. And then you, like, right. multiply that to the power of how many years you're thinking. So, like, 30. And you get a 40% chance. Okay. So there's a 40% chance, like statistically speaking, that in the next 30 years, this won't happen. Dylan, check my map. I'm pretty sure that's Oh, correct. it won't happen. So um, there's a 60% well, chance. I don't know. I don't know. It will happen. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. We'll, if that is right, that's crazy. We'll check your map. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, human calculator over I, here. I, we'll check, check you out. I, check you out. <laughs> I don't remember enough probability things. Neither it's do I. Late at night, I just, <laughs> I'm off my game right now. <laughs> it's all right. It doesn't. I, I don't think that that this. necessarily matters, but I think it's just the fact that, you know, maybe there is a pretty high probability that it will happen. In our lifetime, which is crazy. Maybe I won't move to California now. <laughs> Dude, I yeah. <laughs> I think that would get into my head. If I was. I don't know, decision. dude. I, I like. I do kind of want to move to California, but with that information, you know. I don't want to die. Wait, dude, is Honestly, that really going to stop you from moving to California? No, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> That's It's nuts. That is it's crazy, really though. That is something to think about, I guess. It is. I don't I think know. it would stop me from moving to California. But you know, either, but you got to think about it like this, too. I mean, like a natural disaster can happen anywhere, really. Not in Phoenix. In Colorado doesn't get many, <laughs> but I'd say we get pretty bad blizzards, you know. That, that kill people sometimes so yeah i don't think you can live your life like that where you're like oh a natural disaster may happen in the next 40 years so <laughs> I yeah i always kind of wanted to know <laughs> what is the safest place in america and when it, by in safest in america. you're you're away and like the least chance of, of a natural disaster hitting well in terms of natural of disasters one. i feel like I feel like Colorado isn't that bad. Like, I agree with you. I think the mountains are yeah, a you pretty go to solid the mountains. bet. It must be, right? Yeah. Because yeah, all you, you have is like I blizzards mean, the, and avalanches. Blizzards, yeah. And you can right. live in places that minimize the risk of avalanches. So, and, and yeah, like you're not going to get an avalanche in Denver. 
No, but you'll get uh, twisters. Like, tornadoes can go through Denver. Yeah, tornadoes potentially. I don't know. I mean, it's it's like, I don't I don't think, uh, you know, you, you we've heard of the last, you know, five years there's been X amount of hurricanes, you know, in Texas and Florida, like big ones that yeah. have wiped out towns and, like, that kind of stuff is crazy. And that happens pretty frequently, you know. And apparently it's only getting more frequent with global warming. Oh, it will. 100%. <laughs> it will. We're, we're killing our... <laughs> I figure all three of us believe in global warming, so... I think, can go ahead I think and so. Say that. Yeah. Dill? Oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on board, you know. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> global warming. Dylan believes should, in global we warming. A, we should talk about that one podcast. Global warming? It's <laughs> a good topic. Can we talk about how Dill the Earth is flat? Dill believes in global warming. No one doesn't believe in global warming anymore. I think I don't believe in global warming. Dylan, multiple people mind. don't believe in global warming. Many, many people. <laughs> no, it's there's so many people who I don't feel believe like, in it. I feel it's like it's crazy. people who just deny, deny. They deny it. They deny, deny it. that it's happening. Yeah. Or I, I think it's, I think it's just denying deny people who are happening. denying that it's human caused, which is just dumb because it obviously yeah, science no. shows I, it is. I say this cautiously, cautiously, but there is a a very large political sector of our nation that yes 100 doesn't believe it at all or yes or doesn't denies that it's it. caused by humans or it denies that it's a problem you know when they might say reality, like oh sure it might be a thing but it's it's not a problem it's not going to affect us but it will pretty pretty soon probably yeah it's it, it us now in a huge way. i mean it obviously yeah it is but i the thing is is like have we done too much damage can we reverse it? And I don't think we can. Not if we, and not if the, one of the largest countries in the world doesn't sign the Kyoto Protocol. All right, we're getting a little too political here. Yeah, we're, we're getting sidetracked. Anyways, back. Chase, you had another topic. No, Dylan said he was going to... Im- Wait, before you move into that, I was going to say You're right, you're right. Something I want to be blow- mind-blown again. No, no, this is not mind-blown. Oh, yeah, I, um, I have ah, something, something to confess. Too bad. <laughs> something to confess <laughs> to you and uh chase oh, I, me. I want you to be the judge of if i'm a bad person or not okay uh-oh okay what'd you do <laughs> okay so really quick dylan is staying in my apartment in denver i think we might have mentioned that i feel like this might have to do with that oh yeah no don't worry it doesn't have to do with that <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um um so Oliver. Uh-huh. On Instagram, right? Yeah. On Instagram, you can, like, there's a feature where you can t- send people, I don't know. Funny uh, videos? Pics. Yeah, yeah you know, um, like <laughs> pictures from accounts. Yes, DM. The Instagram DM. Direct message. Direct there. message, exactly. And so, you know, you see, you see uh-huh. a funny picture, funny video, send it to your friend. Like, oh, I think you'd enjoy this. Check this out. Yeah. Right. I yeah. I send stuff to you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so, um, on. On, let me see when this first one was. I'm looking through Instagram right now. Okay. And I send you stuff some sometimes too. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah, we react. You know, it's fun to see. Uh-huh. Fun to see what we're each other's up to. Each uh, each other's looking at. But on June tenth. Um, June tenth. Uh oh. Twenty nineteen. You yeah. you sent me two videos from this, or I think videos from this um, Instagram account 
that I wasn't following. And so it, was, it said video unavailable. And so okay. then I, I messaged you like, oh, why can't I see them? They're not showing up. And then I, you said like to go follow the account. So then I go f- went and followed the account and then you sent them again and I could see, I could then see them. And I was like, oh, amazing. Um, and then over the next few days, since I had followed that account, the like a bunch of things from that account started showing up in my feed and <laughs> yeah. it was just all over my feed. And then I was like, oh, no, ah, I, I can't take this. I'm unfollowing the account. And so then I unfollowed the account. And then there's like a day, a few days later, where you sent me another video from that account. <laughs> and I, I, um, I was like, I was doing something where then I, I didn't want to go and follow that account again because <laughs> the first time it didn't show up right, right when yeah, I yeah, followed yeah. it. It didn't show up until a few hours later. And so then I was just like, I just replied. I just probably right there like, oh, ha ha, uh, without even <laughs> seeing the real post <laughs> because... <laughs> didn't want to go follow the account <laughs> and now um over the past month here like i'm counting them there were probably five different times where you've sent me <laughs> from this account including <laughs> least, like two times within the past day and every single time i <laughs> this is so bad i'm so sorry i but i just had to confess this to you that like you sent me stuff last night and i was like i just said omg I, I couldn't see the yeah. video. It just says video unavailable. <laughs> or then you sent me one today and it says video unavailable. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm an awful person. I can't believe I did this. But <laughs> I just, I that that account was crowding up my feed. And then once I did it to you once, I was like, how do I tell him? <laughs> or how do I, what do I do now? And so then I'm just was too deep in this I gotta hole. I got to go look at this. And like too awkward to say anything about this. And so then I just let it go on, and then you kept sending videos from the account. And I'm like, oh, how do I stop it now? <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have stopped just by following the account, but I <laughs> so the last two I've sent you were from it, yeah, yeah. So in <laughs> in conclusion, Oliver, I apologize. Um, All right, for I'll stop sending you those. <laughs> I'm wait, I'm so sorry. That's I mean, Duh. I guess, oh. but. I feel bad too because you really missed out. <laughs> They're pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. I'm That's actually so funny. I'll make it up to you somehow. I all right, uh, all right, you better. You better. I Because no, literally I just like <laughs> they were the perfect reactions to the videos though too. Yeah? <laughs> like yeah, like the video I sent you where you said OMG, it's a video of this guy doing a backflip and then f- like it, like he bounced too close to the edge and he got shot forward and he la- he f- shot over a fence and landed it and just walked away it was sick wow and omg is the perfect reaction to that yeah and then the next one i sent you was this really funny like uh i don't know it was a joke video of this like girl eating a chocolate bar and this guy whining about it or something and it was really funny and yeah. you said that's hilarious yeah <laughs> uh, that's actually well, perfect Oliver I'm, oh my god I'm so sorry I'm like pacing around my room now because I'm just sweating because I'm so nervous <laughs> I'm telling you this and admitting this to you <laughs> oh my well, god I think you got a good good reaction um <laughs> I'm not mad that's pretty funny okay I'm glad um I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I understand though where you're coming from, like because this this feed that or these videos that I've been sending you from this feed, um, another friend of mine did the same thing. He sent me a post by them, and he's like, "You have to follow them, like, like they're it's hilarious. It's like it's like a meme account or something." 
and uh and so i followed it and yeah it's literally the only thing that pops up on my feed yeah and like most of them are pretty funny so i like <laughs> I, and a lot of them are i like i think you or like some of our other friends would enjoy so i, <laughs> I send them and uh i thought you were following it because uh <laughs> you followed it so <laughs> i just kept sending them <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm the worst. And the funny thing too is like I'll send like these videos, but like they'll pop up in your feed anyway, so you would have probably seen them. Yeah. I mean, if you were following it, obviously you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's good. Oh. Chase, I'll have to start sending you these too. <laughs> You'll have to follow it though. <laughs> Chase, I'm I'm not sure if you uh, heard that full thing because it looks like you might have disconnected or something. But uh, if you did, thoughts? Am I a bad person? Or uh, no, no. Come on, Dylan. You're not a bad person. <laughs> just, I think uh, you made up for it by confessing. Okay. Yeah, I'd say, a, I'd say you did a good step. work. Yeah. That's too funny. <laughs> um, Chase, would you like would you like these these um, DMs from this account as well? Uh, yes. Okay. I'll send you them too. So that one day I'll have the same conversation that Dylan just had with you. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was gonna say. You're probably gonna do the same exact thing. Why? Why is the meme account private? What the heck? Why? Isn't I don't know. A huge it's really meme stupid. Account just public. No, literally. And like, um, my friend sent me another video today. Who sent me this meme account one? And it's the same thing. It's all these private accounts. It's like you have to request to follow them. And I get it. And I like I same thing as you. Like I've, I've literally like opened one, requested to follow, gotten the request, seen the video, and and un unfollowed. You know, like yeah. It is kind of annoying. It kind of clutters your feed if it's not something that you really care about. But the meme one I kept because they're all pretty funny. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I'll have to give and it a chance. Who doesn't love a good meme? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, give it a chance. I'll give it another chance. You it know? does kind of clutter it, though. You know, to par yeah. to partially make up for this, Ollie, I'm going to go follow it right now. Oh, good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, Dylan. You don't want it. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I I'll just send to. you stuff from Barstool. <laughs> 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 yeah that one's public yeah um but yeah that's pretty funny yeah so that was what i wanted to contribute that was the all right thank you what i've been waiting Thanks to tell that. you all day Jones <laughs> <laughs> oh pacing his room like freaking out like oh how do i tell him I don't know. <laughs> he's so scared <laughs> oh too good um well Thanks for telling me. Um, and should we move on to 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 your, to your topic, Chase? Yes. Chase has a, another. This is kind of completely segue, total different direction, but that's all right. Absolutely. Um, definitely a bit. <laughs> def yeah, you're right. I don't know how to follow it up. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know it's hard to follow that. Let's let's just start over. Speaking <laughs> of timing on the Instagram posts. Mm. Chase, how do you guys feel about uh, like work hours? You know, we're all in college, so oh. work time. <laughs> how do you feel? It about, was a little on the nose, but I like it. How do you feel about like how people these days and what kind of work needs to get put into most jobs? I would say. What are your perceptions mm -hmm. on uh, you know how many hours you have to work for a job? And what what do you think that kind of um, how does that affect your decision making as you move forward? Yeah. Well, I think 
I think this is kind of interesting because, like, um, especially just to start it off, like, between, you know, me, you, Chase, and Dylan, like, uh, I, we all, well, I mean, you're going to start a job soon, hopefully, and uh, it'll be very different than what Dylan and I are doing right now. And Dylan's working an internship in Denver, which is very different than the summer job that I have up in Vail, where I'm just working at a warehouse, kind of just doing pretty, pretty, uh, I would I wouldn't say tedious, but like, um, not very intellectually challenging work. You know, it's pretty, pretty much just like manual labor to a certain extent. Um, so I think the hours, like when you're working on a computer all day versus when you're doing that, are can be pretty different or like feel very different. You know. Okay. So you think yeah. there's a difference between physical stress Types of and work. mental stress? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I also I think so like j- yeah, just quickly quickly just to preface this whole conversation just want to say of course we're all 21 year olds yeah yeah for a sure. few jobs but not too many not work that and, much yeah and yeah don't or like speaking from very limited experience with this whole thing yeah and yeah, so yeah, definitely just take that this conversation yeah just know <laughs> take, keep that in mind know yeah. that in every we are not conversation we have on the podcast <laughs> totally you're right yeah, yeah. we are not yeah, experts yeah, yeah. We, we are not experts yeah we're but just that, giving right. our opinion like, we're like giving our opinions our yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah yeah i think it's just important to say um, but yeah like to start us like we all have we're all coming from even very different experiences even though we have that limited experience um but yeah so that's just what i want to start with yeah and um yeah dill you go chase i guess it w- do you mean in the question of like how much you want to work or what do you mean like how much no, is required to make good progress or hmm. well i guess uh, kind of both but like separately like not the, you know so what hours do you think you would like to work versus what you've kind of seen hmm. to be something that's normal in whatever industry you know if you're looking at something in the tech industry, have you seen anything that would indicate like how often people work or how, how much people work, you know, and then how does that affect your thoughts on, on working hours? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I will say from this summer, it has been very nice to, I mean, when I'm out, I'm at work around approximately nine to five. I mean, it's not exact, but approximately that and am working at a computer most of the day or then have some meetings and things and but mostly most of the days at the computer um, I'm doing kind of a, a software engineering internship and it has been very nice to at 5 p.m. then be done with it for the day Yes. And then I don't think about it for the rest of the day, really. I mean, maybe I'll I'll think about it a little bit, but there's no real pressure on it, on feeling like I have to do something. And I, I think it's different in an internship versus a real job. But And then also during my weekends, I, I don't think about it too much. So having that separation between work and then life outside of work has been really nice because I can... I don't know. Sometimes in during previous summers or um, even during school, when I when I'm doing a big project or something like a personal project outside of school or outside of um, work, then it seems to take up a lot of my time, and I never really stop thinking about it. And 
Whereas this job, it's nice where it's like it has that clear separation of it ends at five and then I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. So I don't. And so I will say that like that separation is very nice to have that defined beginning you. and ending point. I'm, I, I'll be honest. I'm very surprised you're saying that. I thought with a software company, it would be something that, you know, you'd have projects that you kind of eat, eats away at you or something while you're home. I did not expect you to say that. So that's very interesting really interesting yeah i i uh i would i mean i i would have to say i i can i completely agree with like what you're saying about um having a start and an end to the day and then like when you go home not having to worry about it um like for me i would say the hours like i'm working eight to five uh four days a week which isn't super strenuous you know it's it's not like a it's a it's only a 32 hour work week which is um less than the average but um isn't it a 36 hour work week or 30 no it's with he's he's with lunch taken out oh Oh, i take an hour for lunch i take an hour for lunch yeah so i i consider an eight hour work day yeah it does yeah Um, makes sense yeah so or and i get paid for eight, eight hours um and sometimes like recently it's been slow so i've gotten out early or whatever and um, you don't get paid for that last hour, but you get an extra hour of the day um, to, you know, do whatever you want. But what I, what I have found is when I get into a routine of going to work and ending at five, usually I'll go do a workout right afterwards. So I'll go straight to the gym right at five. I'll get there around five ten, five twenty, And then I'm there for an hour, hour and a half. Sometimes I get back, I make dinner. And by then, I'm ready to pretty much go to bed almost so I can get up early the next day and go to work, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, for me, those hours, like, they're not too terrible. But when I look at it and, like, look at what I can do outside of them, there, there's not a whole lot, for me at least, like, with my type of schedule that I want to do and, and fitting in workouts and everything that I can do with the rest of the day almost, you know? So yeah, I so feel you like it's really can't like realistically work, work like two jobs i what you you can't realistically work like let's just say two right. full-time jobs or even you know more hours that this job would be pretty strenuous right yeah yeah exactly um i guess i would i do have you know three days off i could pick up other stuff on this side but also like i look at it it's you know still summer you know i kind of want to enjoy yeah my days as much as i can as well so um i think it is a good balance for me right now but like on the work days it's kind of all work and not a lot of play i guess is is a way to put it yeah and i think it's it really comes down to there with you oliver it really sounds like a um a matter of priorities where right um on those those days after work when you have those limited hours you really prioritize working out Mm -hmm. and like cooking your own meal for dinner a healthy meal and right so if you can do those two things and outside of work like those are the two things you really want to get done so you'll make those a priority to happen and right so like if your priority was to make more money or something then yeah maybe as chase was saying you could have another job or something but right now it's not sure it's not your priority yeah um, right to do that like you want to focus on your working out and eating well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i look at it as eight hours is is enough for me um, yeah. But also, you know, I also look at it like I think, you know, when you're talking about work-life balance, Chase, and um, a lot of people will, you know, after they get off at five, they'll go 
um, hang, go to a bar and get a couple drinks with some friends, you know, or they'll go be social for, you know, a couple hours or whatever um, and eat dinner out or do that instead of, you know, with, with my priorities, it's, I feel like I really don't have the time to do stuff like that. Or like my dad always says he would love to go play golf at five o'clock in the afternoon and go play as many holes as you can kind of thing, which I could definitely do when I get off work. But, you know, I'd rather go get a workout in kind of thing. Um, Okay. But yeah, I don't know. That to me, I guess that still feels a little bit like uh, (laughs) not that working out feels like work, but it feels very scheduled like i'm i i'm not really having that extra time for um play i guess on a work day yeah so moving forward what kind of hours do you want to work yeah no it's interesting like i do like the schedule and the like routine of it and i like what dylan said how i don't have to worry about it when i'm done um but also like i do kind of like the you know, if you work a job where maybe you don't have very strict hours and you can kind of maybe go to the gym in the middle of the day, but like maybe you have to do more work at night, um, you know, or it bounces around like my, for example, my dad, he works a job where he's always working basically, but he can do whatever he wants on a, on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like if he doesn't have a specific meeting or a specific showing, he's a realtor. So you know in that regard i think that's kind of cool you know you get a little more freedom but also your hours are not set and you're always thinking about work yeah it's very true um dylan what about you what hours would you like to work a full-time job i don't know i uh i mean i guess if i had a full like had a dream full-time job or something then i i guess i'd agree with oliver of it would be nice to have kind of the freedom of if i can get the yeah, work the done then right. have that flexibility of doing it when i want to and i think there are companies like that for sure Definitely. of yeah um yeah of like doing that but then also just question of like is is that that what I want to do right now? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. To me, a, a nine to five for the rest of my life just sounds very, very. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it just doesn't sound great, you know. Like I don't want to yeah. sit behind a desk for eight hours a day and you know do. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe it'll be great, like it, work that I enjoy, but it, that just sound doesn't sound like really what I want to do. Yeah. Um and and I feel like could get pretty monotonous and uh you could feel stuck maybe in a 9 to 5 job, but um I don't know, it's just like that that not having anything to worry about on after you go home and on the weekends is is really appealing to me as well. Yeah, that definitely a huge feeling. Um What do you think, Chase? Well, so I'll say like a little bit of background. I've worked basically two jobs, both full-time, both for a while. One was a, like, you know, kind of your normal nine-to-five, just, like, as a stalker, like, mostly physical work. Um, Then the other was very... In a grocery store. In a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And the other was very, like, creative process, sitting at a desk, kind of coming up with things. And 
One of them worked like 40, some usually over 40 hours a week, but only a little bit. And I was fine with it. Did you it. get overtime? Yeah. And then the other job, I mean, I was working many, 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 like 60 hour weeks almost every week, 70 hours a week pretty often, and then 80 hours a week during the football season multiple wow. times. Like, like it was ridiculous, but that's just kind of how it was. And it's kind of crazy. I mean, when moving forward, that's what I see more of. <laughs> that's kind of why I wanted to have this conversation with you guys, because I want to know where you're at, because I'm out of college now, and I think that's just kind of the reality at a lot of places. Now, I'm not saying it's everywhere. Obviously, I wouldn't mm -hmm. make that assumption nor like guarantee but that's just such a common thing is more than 40 hours whether or not like whatever the pay is it's almost expected loves working especially if i enjoy the work i do i'm fine putting in like 70 hours a week or something like that's okay with me if i really enjoy it and enjoy being there and have some flexibility while i'm there to do mm -hmm. a few things you know but at the same time it's like you, look, you take a step back and look at that, and that's just craziness. And, it's a uh, lot. Yeah, it's 10 hours a day if you work 70 hours a week. You know? Yeah. And uh, and that's no, with no weekends. That's no weekends. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm kind of giving up on the thought of weekends. Like I, like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I can give up on the thought of weekends. I, I need I need a couple of days to re, re, regenerate, you know, and get refreshed and... Yeah, God, that's I, a lot. Again, I think it's wow. it's just a a a talk about like values and priorities, and, and I priorities, yeah. I mean, I I haven't experienced that chase, so I like don't I I mean can't really speak to it. I guess of if I want to do that or not. But I I mean I think of course would for I don't know if there's some company or some personal project that I really want to do that much or or a job that requires that i guess i don't know i mean i'll try it out and see how it feels and who knows i mean i i, I guess i can't really speak from this hypothetical not really knowing but i i don't know i mean life isn't all about or like speaking from a, definitely a privileged point of view for me like life is i don't want life mm -hmm. to be all just about working like there's a lot a lot of other things that i want to do in life that do not involve just working or working 70 hours a week you know so yeah and of course that's yeah definitely like coming from privileged place of like not being forced into doing that but for me i don't know I, that's my reality i guess yeah my, i'd say i'm pretty similar to i I look at it like, I don't know, I, I I just can't see myself doing that unless unless I'm very passionate about something. Dang it. Um, like, I, I really have to, like you said, um, that's it would, it would be something I'd really have to want to do all the time. And if I felt that passionate about it, then totally I could do that for 80 hours a week, for sure. Um, and that's, you know, because that's what you always want to be doing. But for me, it's like also like if I was just working a normal job and it didn't involve anything with like fitness or nutrition or something like I'm super passionate about, then I would still really want to get that stuff in. And you can't get that stuff in if you're working 70 hours a week. You know, it's just yeah. it, it, it at that point, it's almost impossible. 
you know. Yeah, I agree. I think there's lots of uh, almost layers to this discussion. So, mm-hmm. um, and we're looking at it kind of through like I could say a micro lens, like where yeah we're tailoring it to a specific position with a job and but to us what it, we know. Looking, yeah, exactly. But looking at it from a macro sense, um, do you guys think that that's like that's a bad thing? I mean, I think it's a it's kind of something that's that's come along the similar in a similar way to the importance of like a bachelor's degree versus what used to be a high school degree. And in terms mm-hmm. of like basically today, a bachelor's degree is worth what a high school degree used to be. If you guys are familiar right. with that argument, oh, and 100%, I think yeah. that um like this extended sometimes and obviously not every job, but a lot of places kind of expect you to work more than forty, or you know maybe you just work forty hours a week at the office, but then do other things at home. And I just feel like mm-hmm. that's just uh, that's crazy. And moving forward, you know, I I hope that we can kind of maybe correct that a little bit to make it a little bit healthier in my head. So that's yeah. just something that that's just something that kind of gets to me right now. As as we enter the as we enter our careers, or at least as I enter my Yeah, you, know, you enter your start of a long term career. Mm-hmm. It's uh that's just on my mind, you know, I don't want to get Is caught it... in too early. That kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. Is that kind of concept of working that many hours daunting to you or, or like does that turn you off from doing what you want to be doing or no and that's what's scary <laughs> yeah i would say i'd be it's fine good though, working those hours if there was like yeah. a product if there was a right. reason if there was a a mission you know if i knew mm-hmm. i was getting somewhere i'm fine with that and uh but part of me is like oh my gosh do you realize what that's you're saying like, yeah so i think that's just like a, a little personal journey mm-hmm. i'm embarking on um i'm just gonna pick up where i left off there yeah there uh there's some people who might say like oh i work 20 hours a week but i work smart or whatever like i work i work well during those 20 hours and i get it enough done so i think there is kind of this this idea of like oh oh i mean i think that's very of course bragging point of view almost like oh i'm better when i work i work better (laughs) and so i don't need to work as much but there is and that's just kind of making fun of it. But there is, I think, a legitimate argument to if you're working 70 hours a week or something, are you really does is that time really giving you higher quality work for that entire time? 100%. Or could you get the same yeah. amount done in 40 hour 40 hours a week if you were able to really focus during that time and eliminate distractions? Yes. Yeah and eliminate some unnecessary yeah, parts of that of that work and so i mean like are you are you really putting in that full effort full focus for 70 hours a week or is there a lot of time that might be unnecessary even though it counts for hours whatever for the job and so i guess it's yeah. just a question of is like does working longer necessarily equate to getting better high, higher quality work done and more higher quality work done or can it be done in less and i don't know i think that's very individual answer and there's a lot of factors going into that i'm just i'm finally reading uh cal newport's book deep work right now and so yeah. it's like yeah, on my exactly. mind it's as well so huge on yeah that. yeah <laughs> obviously one of the biggest arguments of the entire book is this <laughs> yeah and so i think that's why it's just on my mind but 
But do you do you think like working that many hours and and I like Dylan? I think your point is is a good one where, you know, maybe those seventy hours aren't really being all all of them aren't being spent super productively, even though you're clocked in, you know. Um, and that's why maybe you have to stay longer or whatever. But I feel like working that many hours a week, like at a certain point is almost like unhealthy for you. You know, you, it's like too, too much. And, and I think like your body, especially it needs, it needs other, uh, um, things like obviously rest, but like, you know, good food and exercise and fun, you know, like you need that stuff in your life to not go crazy, I think. So, like, if you don't have yeah. any time to do any of that, it's, like, what's the point, I guess, you know? And I think yeah, with, that is... with some like experience in that, yeah. So, speaking from a little bit of experience, literally, like, that directly. Right. Working a lot of hours, and particularly there were times where, you know, you're in the office and you're just, like, distracted by other things, not doing and almost anything. Like, you really could have done something out of the office and been much more productive. And mm-hmm. from that point of view, yeah, I mean... There were times where staying there the extra hour felt entirely, completely, 100% more like a waste of time than like I got anything done. And uh, that sucked. <laughs> it's it's an yeah. annoying feeling to have when you're there for so long and doing and trying to do so much. And know that you have so much more left to do. And you're just like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. maybe more hours will solve the problem. But you know, it really didn't really work out that way. Yeah. So. Or... Also, I mean, an example for me uh, in that in that vein, Oliver, is, I mean, this is an example with, with homework, with schoolwork, is at school, yep. there'll be times where I'll have a, a big project or something, especially in some kind of problem solving. So I, I guess, like, for example, a big CS assignment um, due. Yeah, big computer yeah, science. Um, like coding, big coding assignment. And that I have to get done. And I mean, I'll get stuck on something and I'll be stuck on something for a while staring at this screen for two hours, just trying to figure out what's what tiny thing is wrong, what tiny bug is happening. But then the one of the best ways to figure that out is to step away from it, go do something else for a while or, or even sleep. Yeah. Like I think the best way, the best thing to do is go sleep. Yeah. And then when I wake up the next morning yeah. and I can look at it again and then it seems with a fresh mind, with a fresh state, I can figure it out so much faster. And it's just seeing it with that slightly changed um, in a new time. Yeah, it's just it can just really make it happen much faster and I figure it out. And so I, I think there is definitely a point to be made of of uh, how valuing other things outside of that whatever that crazy 70 hours a week and mm-hmm. how other things outside of that can make the hours more effective even if they might be less right right yeah and i think like it's funny you brought up a, a example about homework because i was thinking of one as well it's a little different but kind of on the same tracks like when i was thinking about like what you're saying chase about working 70 hours a week right and like some of those hours you might be pointless like you were saying there dylan and it's like for me you know maybe we're like homework wise i might have a required 10 hours of homework for a specific class or something right per week but the reality of it is like i could probably get that homework done in you know a couple hours if i just sat down and like really worked on it you know 
or like a project or something like you were saying and like if yeah. you really get and like but a lot of times what I like I and I mean this kind of goes to uh, the topic of procrastination which we've talked about a little bit before like sometimes I'll put it off but also sometimes I will start working on it like you said with your CS project still and then I'll come back to it later and like go do other stuff and not really and I, and most of those 10 hours that I end up you know technically working on it I really don't work on it that hard for that long of a period of time you know it's it's like that you get you get it done when you actually crunch it out in an hour of work you know you, you're most productive for that hour and then if you sit at the screen and look at it for another two and you're not getting anything done what's the point it's the same concept being clocked in at work like for us homework we're not getting paid obviously um and so like there's the benefit of money when you're getting that many hours which is i guess you know a factor but i just don't see the real benefit of it when you could be going doing something with friends or like exercising or um you know anything else really definitely well thank you guys for answering some of those i think that was a good discussion for sure um and i'll end it with this like just something that I'd, I'd like to you know just get out there if you're ever with something and this honestly like we've been talking about it a lot with work but then obviously transition into homework which is a solid um transition because this really does apply to like everything in life right and so maybe yeah. even like relationships or with whether it's with like a significant other or like family or with your friend group or with like whether whatever you're hanging out with some club work homework whatever is taking up your time like if there's ever a point where people would rather you be present and doing nothing versus being away and doing something on your own time or on your own, like under your own kind of freedom, you just like change that re- relationship, like speak up. That's something I would say because I did not. And so that would be some advice I would impart to everyone listening is just speak up. Don't let that be a thing. Um, take control of your time and like, put your priorities first for sure so i hope that yeah you know can at least like a couple people can hear that and, and hopefully just like have that advice going forward just something yeah. that they should i mean keep it in the back of their mind for sure definitely Ult- ultimately right like it's you know y- you have to make money like that's important in life and I, unfortunately we put a lot of emphasis on that in our culture at least but like um at the end of the day, you know, it is your life and you only get one of them. And do you really want to be spending it working all the time? You know, and there's so many other things to life that are, I feel like so much more important than a job necessarily. Um, and like balancing all of it is hard, definitely. But that's part of, you know, the, the fun, you know, you figuring out what you do with your life and figuring out how to balance it and, and, and you know making sure you make the most of it so okay yeah cool i think that well, uh, just about yeah. wraps up the podcast yeah i think we'll come back to time. this discussion um, in in a few thanks years for the topic you know? chase that was that was a definitely a good one to talk about um cool well uh thanks for listening to episode number 30 <laughs> with a great discussion there from chase um and uh, we'll uh hopefully see you next week Uh, Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, peace out. Peace out. Ciao. Ciao.